check, check, white check. Network production. This is the Fly Moto 60 Show. Presented by Maxis Tires, Pro Taper, and Get Dead. On PulpMX.com. Taking your calls and looking ahead to the races. With your host, Steve Mathis. Yeah, welcome everybody to the Fly Racing Moto 60 Show. Live. Thursday, July 15th, 11 a.m. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Lots to talk about, man. Millville coming up this weekend. This is the halfway point of Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships, which is pretty awesome, right? And uh, we'll get into that and more. Randy Vallade from Pro Taper, Jason Thomas from Fly Racing, all joining us today, as are you people on the phones. 702-586-7857. Please give us a call. Let's talk some Millville. Let's give some stuff away. Fly Racing Formula CC helmet, a pair of FMF goggles, six passes to Millville's. We'll do three pairs of passes. Let's do that. Uh, courtesy of the folks at Twisted T. Yeah. Billy Grotto coming through. Twisted T with three pairs of passes for Millville this weekend. Uh, so make sure that you are able to go and uh, you live uh, close by and all of that stuff. So. Thank you to Fly Racing. Uh, 2022 stuff coming out at Washougal, but the 2021 stuff is still out there and still crushing it. You can get it uh, at your local dealer or motorsport guys or whatever. Formula Helmet, of course. It's safe. It's quiet. It's light. It's got uh, a great technology behind it. The CC is the same way, just a little different shell on that. The Formula, uh, I should say the light pan has been all redone. No zippers on that light pan, just a BOA construction. And uh, the Kinetic Mesh. It's hot out now, man. Kinetic Mesh will keep you cool. Flyracing.com. Please check those guys out. I want to thank the folks at FMF Vision as well. Zacco's not out there, but if he was, he'd be wearing the FMF goggle, either the Power Core or the Power Bomb. Rocky Mountain KTM guys, Savachi and Bogo, the Phoenix Honda guys, Osby, Lopes, Peters, all using FMF goggles, man. A unique optics brand created in partnership with the brilliant minds you brought you 100%. It's a full range of goggles to meet every rider's needs, including film systems, sand goggles, over-the-glasses, youth models, and more. Upgrade your goggle arsenal with the power of FMF vision. Pro Taper it's on board as well. Rockstar, Husky, Star Racing, Chaparral Honda, whether it's the micro handlebar, the self-engaged launch assist system, uh, or the once unconventional concept of an oversized handlebar design that has since become the industry standard, appearing on all modern production bikes. ProTaper.com. Maxis Tires, SGB Maxis guys are doing a good job. Thank you to those guys coming on. Mountain bike tires, light truck tires, the MXSTs developed by the king, Jeremy McGrath. So uh, if you haven't thought about Maxis for tires for a long time, then, uh, yeah, please go around and check Maxis now. Why don't you? And uh, thanks to the folks at Get and Athena. Uh, RPM dashboards are available now. You'll see them on a lot of MXGP bikes. They have two-stroke ignitions, four-stroke ignitions, clutch packs, big bores as well on the Athena side of things. If you want a deal from the folks at Get, uh, please email us using the contact form at pulpamex.com. We'll pass it on to our buddies at Get and Athena, and they will give you a listener Discount, which is awesome. Thank you to those guys for doing it. 
702-586-PULP. Got a few lines open still. Taking your calls over there, holding things down. He's also in Monday for the Pulp Mech Show. V! Tits legendary. What's up, Tits? I think about Max's tires all the time. Why? Because I love them. Mm. Nice to hear. Yep. Just, you, uh, you run them. Do you just run them on mountain bike or do you have them on anything else? Uh, I don't actually dirt bike, but there are some on there. <laughs> so <laughs> when's I mean, the last time you rode your, your, your CRF? Oh, it's been uh, probably spring of 2020. God, so, between you and Marks, yeah, and even Lone Wolf doesn't ride much. I mountain bike every so often though, so that's yeah. good enough. I mean, I gotta get you. I gotta get my staff. Yep. More actively involved on two wheels. Uh, I'm gonna make a mandate. Oh, a mandate. You, there you go. You, yeah. Lone Wolf and Marks have that's to it. go out dirt bike riding once a month. Okay. Mandate. Right. Okay. All right. <laughs> See how that goes. Uh, all right, let's get uh, Randy Valade on the line if we can. Uh, again, 702-586-7857. Jason Thomas, Randy Valade will be on. Uh, we don't do this normally, but let's do a plug for Tyler here. Uh, Tyler, what's up, man? You got a, something to plug? Yeah, man. Hey, I'm down here in North Texas, um, and then this weekend, Sunday, we're at Kaufman MX. We're doing a um, ride day and a benefit auction uh, raffle for Peyton McMurray down here. He passed away about a week and a half at Village Creek, uh, riding on a Tuesday night practice. So it's just uh, we're trying to get money together to help his family for a tombstone and his little girl's college fund, stuff like that. Um, so I just wanted to shout it out. If any local guys down here haven't heard about it and want to come out Sunday, then come on out. We'll be selling raffle tickets, and there's a lot of cool things that you can win. Myself and a local pro down here, another one of us, we teamed up to give a, a eight-rider moto group away, training lesson. Uh, Scotty Winterstrom's giving away a lesson. There's a couple other really cool items that you could win. Okay. Awesome. Uh, thanks. And so where is that again? Uh, Kaufman and X. Okay. You can check them out on Facebook under that. Awesome. Um, and we're right here. We're in North Texas, right outside of Dallas. All right. Go support it. It's good cause. Uh, sounds like you guys are doing good things. Thanks, man. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, ProTaper.com. Uh, let's get him in here. He's a former pro rider and uh, now working at pro taper randy valade what's up rv how are you man i'm doing great how are you doing thanks for coming on um no problem dude pro taper star yamaha of course this is a new team for you for 2021 and dude ferrandis right now making pro taper look really good i mean i can't complain that's for sure <laughs> are you it's, uh, it's going really well how surprised are you I, I mean look we knew he'd be good right but uh he's won uh four out of five races and uh you know, there's no reason why he can't win this weekend. He's got a 19-point lead. Jesus. No, I, I, you know, it doesn't surprise me that much. I mean, he was pretty solid last year as well. Uh, I didn't think he'd come out this quick. I thought he would win some motos here and there. But to do what he's doing right now is uh, pretty phenomenal. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a really, really impressive job. I mean, his starts have been better the last couple of races. He's totally in shape. Obviously, he's got the speed, right? So. Oh, he's got the speed. Yeah. Uh, how's, how's things at Pro Taper? How's everything going? You got the Rockstar Husky guys, of course, Star Yamaha, uh, Michael Lindsay squad. What's going on? Everything's been going good, man. Sales have been good. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's good to see everyone out riding. You know, I think that's definitely contributed to a lot of the sales. You know, I mean, yeah. COVID obviously hit and it changed things a little bit. But, um, you know, I got people out, got people riding, people, you know, maybe getting old bikes out of the shed and uh, needing some new bars, sprockets, whatever it may be. So uh, I can't complain, you know. And then obviously the addition of the, the star team has been phenomenal for us this year. I mean, we won two 
both of the uh, 2 titles in Supercross, yeah. and uh, it's looking pretty good for outdoors as well. Yeah, really right. You lost Geico Honda, you lost JGR, but Randy, you, you, you picked up a pretty good squad. I, we did, for sure, for sure. Um, are you like other companies, though? Is, 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 is supply a problem for ProTaper? Has it been, a, has it been an issue? It has been an issue for sure. You know, production lead times are extending. Um, it's been tough. Uh, we got a pretty good purchasing crew back at Tucker that's ordering for us. And uh, they've been pretty on top of it. But, I mean, there's only so much you can do. You know, the, yeah. the capacity of these, these factories have been uh, slammed. So uh, we're trying to get stuff in as quick as we possibly can. And uh, it's getting better now. We were we were out of stuff a little bit, you know, for the last couple of months. But uh, we're slowly getting product back in. And uh, as quick as it comes in, it goes out, you know. So. Uh, it's not a bad problem to have. I just wish we'd get more. Yeah, really, right? Um, yeah. Hey, so, like, I, I've said this before, and 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 uh, I stand by it. Like, I think Millville is the best track on the series. Is it the best viewing track? No. Is it the most convenient? No. Maybe Lakewood has that beat. Uh, the best viewing track, you know, Bud's is pretty good, and, and you know, Hangtown's awesome. All of that yeah. stuff, um, it's not the best in any sort of one condition, except I think it's the best track. It's got the sand whoops that are legendary, right? It's got good dirt everywhere else. It's got hills. Uh, it's got a fast first turn, like a you know one that rewards people who are going to be in ballsy. I I think and, I, and look, I rode Millville a ton growing up. Yeah. I rode some nationals there, so maybe I'm biased, but I think it's the best track on the circuit, Randy. I don't disagree with you. I've also ridden Millville quite a few times. Uh, the only thing that I wish would be they would change there is bring the sand loops back to what they were. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Get, let's get them big again. I know they're trying to make the lap times to get where they need to be and stuff like that, which I completely understand. But, man, I just look back. You know, I actually watched a race not too long ago, a Millville race, and they were so big back <laughs> in the day. And, it, I, you know, it was a huge separator yeah. for sure. You know, I think where they're at now is everyone can go through them relatively quick. And, uh but no, but I, I agree with you. I think the track's great. I love the, the hills on it. Like you mentioned, the, the viewing isn't that phenomenal, but it's what it is. Uh, it's, yeah. it's a great track to race on. It seems like lines form well. And uh, no, I'm excited to watch this weekend for sure. Yeah, you come into them, you make a left. In the old old days, you come into them, you make a left, and you just go, ah, ah, yeah. ah. Yeah. <laughs> like you're just, yeah. you're just pulling up on the front end and like just slamming into the whoops each one. It, it is, yeah. it's so gnarly back then. You're right. And like, and then, and then, even James and RC days, they were still gnarly, and those guys, of course, yeah. just four fifties. They got on top of them, and it was over. But yeah, sure. you're right. They're they're smaller than they used to be. That's for sure. They are, they are. and they don't do that little extension out into the back there anymore either. No, Which, no. That, that was kind of quirky, anyways. But still, it was a little bit different, you know. Yeah. No. Absolutely. So. Um, hey, so two fifty class. Hunter Lawrence just grabbed his first overall, and uh, with a great day at Southwick, one one. And obviously, Jet and Justin Cooper are right there. J-Mart's going to play a spoiler, though, huh, uh, going forward, do you think? I think so. I think once he gets back on track, he's definitely going to get in the mix for sure. And then, I mean, you can't leave out Hampshire either, right? I mean, he the guy is an animal, let's be honest. I mean, if he could keep it off the ground, I mean, I think he's up there every time. What you know? What's going on with him? Why is he doing this, Randy? What What, what is happening? Uh, I wish I knew. I mean, he's so fast, and it just—I don't know. It's—I uh, don't know if it's his riding style or what it is, but I mean, he—I mean, he's in it to win it. Let's be honest. Yeah. But yeah. It yeah. just seems like the, the front end tucks on him a lot. You know, that's what it seems <laughs> to be the crashes. It's just a, and they're not real high speed ones. You know, they're just right. in the corner and the front end tucks. I don't—I don't really know what the reason is for it, but uh, if he can work that out, I mean, he's definitely a, a player. Uh, yeah, I had a, a top four fifty guy tell me that. 
RJ goes into every corner thinking it's going to be 100% traction, no matter what. And he like he, right. he he just he just thinks traction is everywhere, and you know eight times out of ten it is. It's fine. Yeah. But the two yeah. times out of ten it's not. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I love to know who told you that, but it's no big deal. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jmart is uh, going to be a spoiler from here on out. Do you have a favorite out of the three guys I mentioned? Um. I mean, obviously, I'd like to see Justin Cooper win. Right. He's a pro taper guy. Um. You know, I think he's just so solid. Typically, he gets good starts. I know he struggled a little bit at Southwick with his starts, well, at least the first moto. But, I mean, he seems like he's always up front, um, and he rides well, you know. I mean, I think I think he's going to be the one to beat. I think, you know, Jet had a little bit of a mishap last weekend. Um, the crash with Jalik was, was pretty wild. Um, I was glad to at least see him get back up and get back into the race because yeah. I don't think it could have been bad. Um yeah. But no, I, I think um, I think it's going to come down to those two for sure. I mean, obviously, it's what it looks like for now. Um, I think it's going to be the one who makes the least mistakes at the end of the day. I just say that it's so cliche, but I mean, I think I that's what it's going to be. Yeah. Um, you know, we we haven't had a mud race yet, right? Yeah. You never know. That could come. Hopefully, it doesn't. But we could. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be who makes the least mistakes, and uh, I, I'm looking forward to the series. I think it's going to be really good. Yeah, I uh, I agree. These these two of the guys are going to go down to the wire, and um, I don't know. I just I think Cooper is just. I think he's. I think he's. He'll emerge as the guy just because his starts and his bike and his skills, yeah. and he's got the most yeah. experience on the U.S. circuit. Yeah. So I don't know. I think yeah. Justin Cooper ends up on top. I don't disagree. Yeah, I think Jet's pretty pretty fired up after last weekend, though. I mean, even his comment on the podium was was <laughs> was pretty entertaining. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's fired up. Hopefully, he can just keep his head in the game and you know, and not to get the best of him, so he doesn't make any mistakes. But uh, yeah, I agree. I think Justin, uh, you know, he's he's been at it a little bit longer, and uh, he, I mean, he's he's got to be one of the odds-on favorite. 702-586-PULP. Our lines are full, but we are giving away a Fly Racing Formula CC helmet, FMF goggles, and three pairs of passes to Millville, courtesy of Twisted T. Billy Grotto from Twisted T stepping up for us. What a man. Nice. Have you had the Twisted T? I have had a Twisted T, yeah. Okay. I'm not that? a big T guy, but it's good. It's fine. Yeah, I'm not. You okay. know what? I'm not a big booze guy. Like, no, I know you're not. Like, I, I, I rarely drink. Like, my wife, oh, God, dude, Trulies, <laughs> Trulies and wine, you know, and I'm just like, okay, all right, like, nothing to excess, but, you know, she right, gets home from work, and she has a little drinky poo, right? And, I, right, I, and right. I'm like, I'm looking at her like, I don't know. So, anyways, um, yeah. all right, let's get into some phone calls here uh, for Randy Valade from ProTaper. Again, ProTaper.com. Uh, Aries on two. Uh, Aries, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, it's, it's Ari. Ari, sorry, uh, yes. Oh, uh, you're all good. Uh, I I see it's the return of the Iron Troll this weekend. I'm Dude, sure you'd be excited about that. <laughs> Troll Train is back, Randy. I I quickest I recovery from a broken arm ever. Like, <laughs> it's got to be right. I mean, good God, the guy got a plated and he's coming back. Uh, oh, Jesus. Um, yeah, I, I guess the plate, the plate, the plate, the plate will definitely help. That's for sure. Yeah, Ari. Uh, I mean, you got to figure he'll be around the top ten, right? I, I mean, yeah. oh, top five. Let's, let's oh, I don't know about that. Come on. <laughs> he, I mean, he hasn't been riding. You know, he's in shape. Yeah, always. But no, just uh, lo- love for the troll. Yeah, I, uh, I, I can't believe he's back. I cannot believe it. But um, what do you think, Randy? How does he do? 
I think he's top 10 for sure, right? I mean, he's got so many laps around that track. I think, um, you know, like you mentioned, I de- he's definitely in shape. Um, he hasn't been at that race pace the last, obviously, month or so. I think, honestly, with, you know, him being a local there and riding that track a lot, yeah. he should be top 10, I would think. I would think so. Thanks, Ari. Yeah. Thank yep. you, man. Uh, all right, let's get into uh, Justin's on five. Justin, you want to talk about J-Mart? Yeah, thanks for taking my call. Yeah. You guys, uh, you guys have an opinion on if J-Mart has one of the strangest 125, 250 career rides ever? I mean, he's won two championships and multiple uh, podiums, and he's still in the 250 class. Yeah, he's 28 too, right? Like, he's 28 yeah. years old, uh, which is, you know, because he came in late as an amateur. He, he wasn't, you know, young. Um, he's certainly, look, uh, Randy remembers these days. The 125 outdoor class, you could be old and be in that. Steve Lampson, Doug Henry, uh, um, you know, Mark Barnett, Mike Brown, Mike Brown like, I don't get that was after those guys went on to the bigger classes and dropped back down though, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I don't get yeah. the people that are like get out of the get out of the outdoor class. Like that class is open to anybody and it always has been in the history of motocross. So yeah. I don't look at like, hey, get out of that class, it's for kids. Get out of the supercross class, yes, that's for kids. That's for, you know, uh, uh dudes that are, are just learning supercross and dudes, you know, all of that kind of stuff. So I don't know. I, 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 I'm fine with them riding this, the smaller bike stuff outdoors, you know, all the time. But you know what it is? He's, it's, a, it's a weird career, Randy, for J-Mart. It, no, it definitely is. Like you mentioned, he did come in a little bit later in his career. And, I mean, let's be honest, he's had a, a pretty rough go at Supercross, right? Um, I, don't, I'm, I can't think of the seasons he's finished. But, I mean, he, yeah, he yeah. tends to typically crash. He doesn't really ever finish the series. He's never pointed out yet, you know, yep. have to move up to the 450 class and, like, I mean, I hate to say it, but, like, if that's where you're making your living, that's where you're making your living, right? I mean, if it's – let's face it, there's not very many 450 rides available right now, right? Yeah. Because yeah. um, he jumped to a bike that he's, that's not, he's not going to be comfortable on. It's not good. He's not competitive at that point. So, I get both sides of it, and I'm with you on the, the 250 outdoors. I think that's fair game for anybody. But the Supercross, yeah, it's yeah. to a point where it's time to move on. But, like I said, that's where he's at, and that's yeah. where he gets paid to do so. It's uh and and you know what Justin I don't see him moving up next year or maybe even the year after like like this yeah. this J Mart might never move up he might literally <laughs> never move up I mean is Troll Train gonna move up probably not he's all, you know Troll Train's on the back nine of his career there's no doubt about that and uh, he's not getting a 450 you know real good ride so Alex Martin could end up never going to 450 class. Is there, so let me ask right. you, has there ever been a guy that never moved up to the 450 class or 250 class, whatever it may be? Well, I mean, guys, we like, guys like Jimmy D, Dakotas, you know what I mean? Guys yeah, like that. Sure. Like, there's a lot of guys. Um, Randy, anybody yeah. come? Well, Randy Valade. Randy? Yeah, I, no, I know. I rode a 450. <laughs> did you? Yeah, I rode two outdoors on a 450, and I did ride one 250 Supercross as well at in uh, New oh. Orleans. Okay, so you rode one 250 Supercross in your career. That, yes, that's it. And I rode the 125 class the same night. That's when you could ride both. Right, classes. right, right. So Randy Valade, everybody. Yeah. He, he, you know, I don't count the for the outdoors. He's he's never moved up. So uh, thanks for the call, man. Thank you. Yep. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you, uh, Tyler. What's going on, man? Hey, what's going on? Um, thanks for putting on all the content you got. I just wanted to give you a quick shout out. Uh, I contacted you via email. I think the beginning of the week. Looking, on, I know it's a, not the. It's a Maxxis show, but I purchased some Michelin for my dad's, my late dad's uh, motorcycle. I'm getting back on the road. Oh, yeah. So I just wanted to thank for the hookup. I really do appreciate it. No problem. Like, I, I, yeah. 
put a put a nice big order in through Motorsport through your banner. Oh, so thank you very much. You yeah, it absolutely does for sure. So it helps support us, and you know, look, we have Renthal on one show and Pro Taper on a couple of shows, so you know, it's all good. It's all good products, you know. So yeah, I I even contacted FMIP for some what which ones I should get for his bike because I I'm new to the street bike game. I, I've been racing dirt bikes since I was four. I'm did he, now, did he hit so. you back? Did he hit you back? He he did with a whole bunch of information. Oh, that's, that was really that's, good. He's a, he's he's a piece of work. He's a he's a nice man that FMIP. <laughs> so uh, I just wanted to give you a shout out. So okay. Thank you so much. Thanks, Tyler. Thanks, man. Glad yep, it worked thanks. out. Um, David's on three. David, what's going on, man? Hey, how we doing today? Good. Thanks for calling. Hey, first off, Monday night show was awesome. Yeah, you liked it. Oh yeah, I love Charles. I, I just think he's he's a great co-host, and that Billy guy was something else. Oh, uh, Billy Grotto, just just yeah. He, he we all need. He's awesome. Hey, somebody hit me up on Twitter and said Grotto and Chris Betts in studio together. Can you imagine oh, the hype? Oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, what, what uh, Spring Creek, awesome track, obviously. Is there anybody gonna step up this week that was kind of like, huh? That's wild that he's doing really good this week. Well, I don't because of the, yeah. the loops and all, you know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know any local guys. Um, Henry Miller, I think he's hurt though. Um, yeah. Randy, can you think of anybody outside of the Martin Brothers? No, not outside the Martin, Martin Brothers. I think Southwick's the track that gets the most locals that you'd be surprised at, right? More yeah. so than any of these other tracks. Yeah. Um, Is there anybody like a Dino that could step up this weekend that was, has been kind of flirting around the top ten and could step in the top five, let's say, or anything? Dean, or no, Dean, uh, Randy, anybody like you can think of regulars that ride well at Millville, that, that shine a little bit more? I feel like Marv always rides pretty good at Millville. I, yeah. feel, I felt like Marv would run a Southwick, too, usually, Randy. Yeah, well, fair enough. <laughs> um, that's a question. i, I got to bring that question up with JT. Like, what the hell is going on? But, uh, yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Thanks for the call, though. Thank you, David. Yeah, All right. I, I think it's thank a, you. Uh, David, David, are you going to Millville? Oh, no, no. Okay. No, I'm All right. Thank All you, right. though. Thanks, man. Uh, if you want some uh, – let's do this. Um, let's give away – one pair of tickets courtesy of Twisted Tea via email. So contest at pulpamexshow.com. Contest at pulpamexshow.com. The first person to email me there will get a pair of uh, tickets from Millville, cur- for, to Millville courtesy of the folks at uh, Twisted Tea. Uh, let's do that for a pair, and then we're going to give away two more pairs here on the show. Randy Valade from uh, Pro Taper on the line. Um, Mike's on one. Mike, what's up, man? Hey, Steve. How you doing? Good. Good. I first off want to give a shout out to Twisted Tea. Um, I was actually surprised. Uh, my wife's just like Pookie, and she's getting all these exotic drinks. And uh, we were actually playing beer pong one night, and I said, "What is this stuff?" And I was kind of debating it, and uh, she said, "Just try it." And usually, I don't really like it those types because they have too right. much sugar. But yep. um, I was actually really surprised how smooth it was. Um, they're actually really, really good drinks, and we've actually got a few more cases of them. Nice. Drink it in. Twisted tea. Do it for um, Billy. Do it for Billy. Yeah, definitely. That was awesome. Uh, question, since I'm a local right in Rochester, Minnesota, headed there Saturday. Um, Do you want a pair of passes from Twisted Tea? What was that? Do you want a pair of passes from Twisted Tea? That would be awesome. I got three boys that are excited to go this week, and All right. um, it's pretty expensive to go there, though, so it okay. adds up, so it'll definitely help. Yeah, stay on the line. Uh, we'll get your information afterwards, but I'll email you a code for two free tickets to Millville, courtesy of Twisted. I appreciate it. All right. Uh, question quick. Um, 
back in the day when you used to work for Corey Keeney. Since yeah. I was born in 91. When I was growing up, I mean, he was the guy, you know, the local District 23 guy. Yeah. Um, we heard stories, you know, I've listened forever, you know, you got fired because you didn't paint the frame or anything, but how long did you work for him? And then did you have any, you know, positives um, working for him or any stories, I guess? No positives. Uh, <laughs> Valet, do you remember Keeney? Corey Keeney? I do, yeah. 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 Uh, he, look, yeah. he was a nice guy. Uh, he was fine. Um, I don't, I got, I worked for him for all the nationals in 96, except for the okay. first one, except for Glenn Helen. And then, um, um, yeah, like he just he he wasn't doing very well. He was like fifteen to twenty guy most motos, um, and so he wasn't doing. You know, he he'd come off a really good year in '95, and um, and then uh, yeah, he just wasn't doing that well. And then uh, he asked me why his frame wasn't painted for a race, and I said, dude, we drove all week. We couldn't. I couldn't get it done. And then I said, guys like guys you're racing against don't have their frames painted either. Don't worry about it. Which right. was maybe probably a bad idea. And then the next race, so I built this bike all week. The next race, the bike's ready to go. He shows up with his dad and goes, oh, hey, my dad's going to work for me from now on. After I'd oh, built wow, this wow. bike all week, which I thought was a dick move. You right, know? Dick uh, move. Uh, so anyway, so that's how that went. Uh, I was blamed for his performances. Uh, but, okay. you know, I used to race against Keeney, uh, Pat Donahoe, Mike Atkinson, and these guys that were really fast around District 23. Uh, I, yep. raced against, I even raced against, uh, you know, like I said, Keeney. So... Uh, I was I was uh, you know with those guys a little bit, so I'm familiar with all the talent that was coming up there. But no, nah, man, not nothing really great to say about Corey. I mean, if I saw him now, I'd talk to him. Like it's nothing personal, like whatever, you know what I mean? But uh, right. but being honest, yeah, nothing nothing great. <laughs> yeah, because so. he seems like just the nicest guy. You know, anytime I've talked to him, and it's cool. I've seen his kid uh, get like a 125, so yeah. he's riding a little bit, not you know doing it serious, you know. But yeah, yeah. no, um, listen. I mean, back then he had a ride. He probably felt pressure. He wasn't performing. You know, he was wondering who this jerk off Canadian mechanic was. Uh, you know, like I, again, I wouldn't hold anything personal to him. But yeah, we didn't we didn't gel. You know, right? So, and that wasn't like one of your first years, right? That was my no. That was my very first year. Yeah. Oh, it was. Okay, that's why I didn't know like what the backstory was. Yeah, my first year in '96. So, okay, awesome. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, uh, Randy, you would have raced Valet a lot. That's right around your era. Yeah, I, I mean, sorry, you want to race Keeney? Sorry, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I don't. I think he was. I was. I was ninety-eight was my first year. Ah, I thought ninety-six or ninety-seven was. Okay, no, so yeah, no, okay. 90, ninety-eight was the first year. Uh, then, then you wouldn't have probably. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know of him. Oh, and who he is. Tits, I, I, hung, I, I, I hung up on that guy, but we got to give him tickets. Call back. Uh, who was it? Uh, I forget. Call back. Justin. Justin. Yeah. My bad. Uh, Isaiah, what's up, man? Isaiah. Oh, hey, how's it going? You got a future headline? Oh, yeah. All right, let's go. Your phone's breaking Mitch? up. Oh, okay. You hear me now? Yep. I got Mitch Payton sends edible arrangements to Marchbank saying he's sorry, or mm-hmm. Brad Hoffman sends pulp edible arrangements saying sorry for being greasy. Oh, dude, I don't think either one of those is happening. Uh, Come on, man. You got to do you it. You got to pick. I'll go. I'll go Brad Hoffman because Mitch Payton really? is not sending I'm sorry edibles to a former rider. There's just no, no way Mitch is doing that. <laughs> no, never. Right, right, Randy? You agree? No. Yeah, I agree 100%. Right. So um, I'll go Brad Hoffman, but both of those are pretty slim chances, Isaiah. 
All right, man. I Thank like you. It. I hey, like do you want to – I like that. Do you want a pair of FMF goggles or a Fly Racing Carbon for, a Formula CC? Oh, my God, dude. Can I get the CC? Yeah, you can get the CC, bro. Dude, that would be amazing. I need – well, then that'll work. Stay on the line. We'll get you, stay on the line until I get your information. Thanks to the folks at Fly Racing uh, for giving that helmet away. A helmet, uh, RJV. Pretty good, huh? That, that's, a, that's a big prize. Yeah, right? good for Fly. Not so yeah. bad. Um, yeah. What else we got here? Uh, Frank's on three. Frank, what's up, man? Twisted T, Billy fucking Grotto. Holy shit. Yeah. Unbelievable. Hey, when is Seven Deuce Deuce going to write a song for Twisted T and play at a1 what's I think, the uh, on that i think valade and, and seven deuce deuce are collabing on one <laughs> yeah oh, there you go is that, a1 here it comes huh? right right no that's a good idea i could see that happening seven deuce deuce all right all right thanks well, man uh all right randy valade here on the line uh these are the questions we get on the fly race and moto 60 show randy so, i like it i like it uh, something a little different right it, it is it is hey uh is mosman gonna win one this year is mosman like, you know, j Mark's going to play a spoiler, and we know Cooper and the Lawrence brothers are going to win. Can Mosman win a national? You would think. <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> I mean, I thought he had a good chance at that first moto, but, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I think that class is just is really competitive, especially up front. I, I mean, you, he gets good starts once in a while, so, I mean, anything anything can happen, but um, I don't know. I, I would be surprised if he wins a moto. You would be? Yeah. I would be, yeah. 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 I uh, I wonder, man. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think he, I mean, led laps, right? He's in shape, but he yeah. just can't yeah. somehow pull it together. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. I did take him in fantasy this week. Oh, uh, oh, that's, uh, I couldn't. So, yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, very, very angry. Uh, let's go to Cameron about Hunter Lawrence. Cameron, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going, guys? I got a question uh it was about Hunter gaining momentum from Southwick, mm-hmm. but I figured I would make it a future headlines, even though Isaiah beat me to the future headlines. You just want a pair uh, of goggles from FMF, don't you? <laughs> of course. Okay. Doesn't. All right. We'll get you the goggles uh, from FMF Vision. Uh, let's 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 get your future headline. All right. Does Hunter get hunt? Uh, does Hunter hunt for the win at Millville, or or does Hunter get hunted and finish off of the podium? Oh, uh, the first one. He does not. I th- he makes the podium at Millville. I think. Randy, what do you think? I would say podium. I don't think he goes back to back wins though. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, don't I don't think he goes back to back either. I, I, I like J Mart for the win. Like he had a ter- a horrible Oof. Southwick. It was so bad. He was crashing. He was getting up. He's passing dudes two twice, three times. Um, but I think J Mart pulls off the Millville win, Randy. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I agree. Really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think he's definitely going to be in the mix. I just don't know. I mean, you say it's like 1-1 one, one, or it doesn't matter what he wins. Yeah, 2-1, two, 2-1, two, one, two, one, one, two, two, you one. know, whatever. Yeah, whatever whatever, whatever we got. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised. But I mean, if someone's going to do it, he's got to do it. That's for sure. Right. Uh, Cameron, but, we're going to give you a set of FMF goggles from uh, uh, follow F, at FMF Vision on Instagram. Um, stay on the line, all right? We'll get you those uh, goggles. Right on. Really appreciate it. All right, thank you. Future headlines, uh, Randy. J- uh, JT hates him, but look at the, the the callers are calling in with future headlines. I mean, I, I don't mind them. I, just, I I haven't never really heard them, but I, I like it. <laughs> well, if you're coming up for the Pulp Show, we will do them for you. So okay, perfect. Um, I got to I got to pick a day. All right. The the next two callers that want two passes to Millville, courtesy of Twisted T, get them. Let's do that right now. Uh, 
two callers for the two pairs of uh, tickets to, to Millville, courtesy of the folks at Twisted Tea. Uh, Randy Vallade from Pro Taper on the line. I want to thank the folks at Get and Athena, FMF Vision, Maxis Tires, and, of course, Fly Racing as well. Uh, Randy, let's switch to 450 class a little bit. Uh, Cody Shock, man, um, you know, privateer kid on Michael Lindsay's team. He's a Pro Taper guy. Dude, he's good. He is good. He is good. I was really bummed that first moto when something happened, but yeah, he's uh, he's solid. There's no doubt about that. I mean, he's, I mean, he's right there, right? I mean, it's all factory guys in front of him, and then it's him. So, yeah, and he mixes it up with him. I think he's been riding really, really well. It's funny how um, it seems like Randy, and you've been around long enough to know, like I have. There's always like a 450 outdoor privateer dudes that gives factory guys fits, right? There's always that guy. Always. Whether it's Gavin Grasick, whether it's Freddie yep. Norn, whether it's uh, Shock, whether it's uh, God, I, you know, over and over. Yep. Yep. So what, yeah, what it is like it? There's yeah. one every year. Right. I, I don't know. You know, I think, I don't know. I mean, it's tough to say, right? It's. Uh, I think he's, he's. He's obviously gaining confidence being up there and running and knowing that he can do it at this point, right? I mean, that's what a lot of it is. I mean, a lot of these guys are fast, but it's just like gaining the confidence to know that you can battle with these guys and uh, not be intimidated at the end of the day. I think. Yeah, were you that way a little bit? Were you sort of sometimes if you got a start or you you know in Supercross or Motocross, did you sometimes take a look at the jerseys and be like, oh shit. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, a little bit here and there, right? Yeah. I Typically, I would never get good starts, right? And um, speaking of Millville, uh, one year I got a really good start. I think I was second. Seller in this whole shot, I think I was second. And, yeah, it was uh, into the sand whoops in front of all those guys. And, and, yeah, I mean, I stayed up there for a long time. I think I ran top ten for, for over half the race. And then I probably got tired, if I had to imagine. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah. So, but, uh, no, it's definitely a little intimidating if you're not up there with those guys a lot. Um, right. And I think once, once, once you get comfortable with it, it's, uh, it's a good feeling, and you can uh, just ride, ride your own pace and, and not worry about that. Yeah, it kind of takes – doesn't it – like, for, doesn't it, if you're Cody Shock, if you're Norn, if you're, if you're Randy Valade back in the day, it kind of takes a little bit of time before you can get used to it, I guess, right? Like, yeah. like the first time you get your doors blown off on lap two, the next time you get your doors blown off on lap five, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. Exactly. I think you, you know, like I said you get you get comfortable up there. Right? I mean, it's, I don't think Cody Shock's riding over his head by any means. I think he's definitely capable of running that pace, and now he's just confident riding it. You know, so he's probably the nerves have probably gone away a little bit, and then uh, he gets a good start, and he's there, and right. yeah, he feels comfortable. Uh, let's go to Michael on four. Michael, what's going on, man? How's it going, guys? I uh, curious. We got Ferrandis and Cooper fighting for championships, and we've seen a whole lot more issues out of the Star Yamaha bikes, probably this outdoor, than we've seen in the last couple of years combined. Are we worried that uh, that's going to play a role in the championship this year? What do we got? Thrasher absolutely, had a absolutely, absolutely not, absolutely not. Okay, um, well, no. Thrasher bike problems a couple times, right? For Thrasher. Oh, AP, yeah. AP, yeah, AP four fifty motor. Um, yeah, Michael, you're right. There's been more. I'm trying to think of some. That's why I'm I'm brainstorming here. Um, yeah, you're right. I mean, not that Dylan's uh, motor smoking is anything to do besides his use on it, but um, I just feel like they may have finally added so many damn bikes to their uh, program that they can't really give the attention they need. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, maybe. Maybe that's it. I yeah, think, but it, it, I, okay, go ahead, Randy. It, 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 well, I was just saying, the, the 250 motor builder is different from the 450 motor builder, though. I know that. 
So it's not that they have 90 motors inside at one time, you know. So I don't think, I don't think that'll play a role. I don't, I don't know. They do have a lot of bikes on the track on a 250 class for sure. Um, but uh, I don't know. I don't. I think those bikes are, are, are going to be plenty fun. I don't think it's going to interrupt the championship by any means. I mean, unfortunately for Plessinger last weekend, that did suck. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, all right. Thanks, Michael. Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Yeah, Randy, how was the um, uh, the product request for uh, uh, Pro Taper uh, for this guys? Because besides that, they got Romano, they got LeBlanc, right? They're all Pro Taper dudes. How's that for you guys? No, it's honestly the Star guys have been have been really good. Um, we loaded them up at the beginning of the year. Um, I get requests here and there just for some small things, you know. Um, but honestly, as many riders as they have in their team, they're they're pretty good with their product. Um, I haven't any complaints. Um, obviously, Seth's taken over on the 250 program now, so yeah. um, and I've dealt with him a little bit here and there. But you know, I think um, it's pretty solid. And there's there's no like request for crazy amounts of stuff just because they have so many riders, you know. So right. Um, yeah, it's, it's been good. Do they all have a bar preference, or is everybody running the same one, or like what? Not, not obviously bends are different, but style, or do they test them, or how does that go? Uh, um, so there's a new bar in the works right now. Oh, um, that uh, one of the guys have been using. Um, oh, now I need to go look. Able, now I need to go look. Uh, you you won't be able to tell. Oh. You won't be able to tell. Okay. Yeah, but um, it looks like the standard bar. But yes, um, we've been he's been using it. Um, actually used it at the end of last season as well. But uh, we'll be introducing that bar at the end of this year. But uh, we have been doing a lot of testing with it. The Star guys have been testing with it. Um, I did get it out to um, a few of the other guys, and uh, they're, they're also really into it. So I'm looking forward to the release of it. Um, I, don't, I don't want to talk too much about it now, but there is a new bar oh. coming from Pro Taper. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. Big big, 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 big things going on. Pro Taper. Mm-hmm. Um, who's your MXDN team right now, Randy? Uh-huh. Obviously things can change, but wh- what do you got? That's funny. I was just going to bring that up to you. I didn't know if you were going to bring it up or not. Oh, yeah. Um, I think I would go Justin Cooper. I would go, oh, man, this is the four. The 450 is so tough. Keep in mind, Cowie's uh, not going. Right. So Cowie's not going. So you got, you got Sexton. You got AC. Oh, no, AC's not going. Sexton, Plessinger. Man, I don't know. I mean, I, I would probably, maybe those two. Jackson, AP, and Cooper? Yeah. Justin Cooper? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who, 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 what are your thoughts? Well, I was just going to tell you, I don't think the star guys can go. Ape, oh, okay. Uh, they're switching. They're moving to the goat farm officially that week. That's right. And, That's right. And so I think they're all bowing out, like whether it's AP, whether it's Justin Cooper, they're all out. AP yep. plus, I think, is going to KTM. So, you know, that, that will That's yeah, weird. That'll yep. stop them from going. So, man, yep. we may have, like, Barsha and Sexton. Yep. And then the yeah. RJ? Maybe, yeah. I would be happy with that team. All right. Sounds I good. Think, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, I don't even know who else would really be in that in that mix. Yeah, good good point, man. Um, I think I think Cooper Webb, you know, with Roger doing it, you'd want a KTM Husky there. He always kind of leans towards that. So if Cooper can figure yeah. this thing out, Cooper Webb can, can right the ship, maybe he gets on it, you know? Yeah, and Cooper's been pretty good at MX Nations as well, right? So I wouldn't be, yep. I would not be mad about that at all. I think he comes to shine when it comes to that race, right? Uh, ProTaper.com, Randy Vallade on the line. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for joining us. Uh, thank you for everything you've done for us on the shows with ProTaper. And uh, please, people, check them out if you are in the market for uh, chains, sprockets, bars, grips, etc. Thanks, Randy. I appreciate it. Thanks, Steve. All right, see you. Uh, right into the, our next guest, uh, Fly Racing Zone, Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? 
uh, too much. Just driving across this beautiful uh, Massachusetts countryside. Nice. Um, yeah. Okay, so MXDN. I mean, I, that's, I was on my mark. Uh, uh, I was I was on my thing for you to do. Um, I think Justin Cooper can't go. I don't think Aaron Plessinger can go. Cowie's not going. So if you if you do all that, who do you send? Knowing all that, do you think do you think that the move would keep them from going completely? Like that seems like come on, like people move all the oh, time. I know, let's, but let's I think go. it's yeah. I think they're out. Like you know they're out, or you think they're out? I think they're out. <laughs> okay, I. I mean, I, I talked hope, to I talked to a rider on Star who said we're not going. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, I hope that that changes. Um, moving your race team seems like not a good enough reason for me to send riders to the biggest race of the year. In my opinion, I don't know. Well, we'll see. I guess if they're out. And yeah, Cowie's what out. What are we left yep. with? Cowie's yeah, out. I, I know. Yeah, you. I mean, you right. assume that just going in. Um, yeah, it's not easy. You know, I think Justin Cooper is the number one draft pick for our team right now. You know, do you think RJ would go? Yeah. Okay. Do you well, trust? I, I do you would, trust RJ? No, but I would send him anyway. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think I think the track works for RJ. You know, it's, yep. it's a sandy track. It's, it's got a little bit of a hard base, but it's very similar conditions to what I think he rides well. So I, I like that. Uh, you know, his starts have been really solid lately, so that bodes pretty well. Uh, I mean, of course, the crashing thing is there. How can we not, mm-hmm. you know, uh, at least talk about that? But, <laughs> I mean, whatever. It's not like we've been doing worth a damn at that race anyway. All right. 450s? Uh, four. Man, I don't know. It's it's not easy. You know, I think AP, but you're saying he's out. We don't even know if he's staying on the same team. You know, I I, I always start to worry about Supercross, 450 Supercross being a prohibiting factor for a lot of these guys. You know, I think, I, you know, we'll see where Cooper Webb ends up riding. You know, before, you, we all know Alden Baker doesn't like that race because it screws up his timelines for, you know, Supercross preparation. But... I think that, I think we have options in the 450. You know, I think a guy like Chase Sexton would be willing to go. I think he would take advantage of that opportunity. You know, he's never been. Um, it's a really prestigious event. Um, so I think the 450 class, we would be okay. It's just where do we land? I'm sure Roger DeCosta is talking to anyone and everyone because he has to have a pretty long list because I'm sure he's going to get some no's in there too. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't have like a, you know, real definitive list of guys that just makes sense. You know, I, I think you could even throw in guys like Jason Anderson, even if he could get Cowie talked into it, which probably not. Is, um, is or, Fly Racing? Okay. Sorry. I was going to say he could even be still under a Husky contract in late September. Right. So he could end up on a Husky at that race if he really wanted to. Is Fly Racing Zach Osborne going to be ready? He'd go in a second as we know. My personal opinion is no. I don't think he will be riding a dirt bike at that point in time. Right. Okay. So yeah, he'd be a guy that I would definitely talk about if he goes riding and ready. You know, sort yeah. of getting into it. But. I, I don't think you see him riding until October, and then you see him getting ready for Supercross at that time. Right. Uh, JT here uh, on the Fly Racing Moto Sixty Show. We've had two callers that have hit us with future headlines. Uh, it's a hit, man. It's a it's a great segment, and uh, callers are now doing it. So I, I Listen, suggest you can keep you can keep like saying that like you can make up all kinds of fallacies like there's a there's a few youtube people out there that say all kinds of crazy things 
that does not make them true. No, you can and, hear it. You can listen to the playback. They're on the they're on the right, phone. But, right, but you can also go on the YouTube comment section and see all kinds of people that are on board with the craziness that is said there too. And I, and I I align your future headline segments to some of the things I see over there as well. Okay, all right, fair enough. Uh, speaking of MXDN, uh, Dustin, what's going on, man? Hey guys, um, just a couple questions. Uh, one was how you said you know if you got to talk Cowie into. Um, going, say if you're AC, you're, you know, next contract, you're winning titles, and you say, I win my contract. I, if I'm selected to go, I want to go. Like, how, if you're Cowie, can you actually say no to that? Not if or, it's in the contract, I mean, but Cowie might never I mean, put agree to it, right? So, yeah, so I'm saying, like, if you're Cowie and you got a guy that's potentially, you know, close to winning titles or are winning titles at the time, and he says he wants this in his contract, I mean, you have to say yes, correct? <laughs> well, no, no. It's all in the contracts negotiations, right? JT's been a part of that with, with riders and stuff. So you, there's give and take. Maybe they say, look, man, uh, there's, it's a hard no on MXDN, but we'll let you go to Bercy or we'll let you, know, we'll let you go here or, or we'll pay you a little more. You know, it's all negotiations either which way, think, right? So, do you think that if AC went to the boss that we, we all know is, is kind of saying no there and just – He's not going to this year. We all know yeah, that he's yeah. injured and he's got issues. But, you know, say next year or the year after, if he really went to listen, like, I've always wanted to do this. I need this opportunity. Like, this is a bucket list thing. Do right. you think they would just be hard no and shut it down? I don't know. Yep, I don't know. I can't say for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is, the current, is the current manager still doing it at that point? We have to wonder about that because I think that's a big part of it. Right. The, with the current manager, the, they have problems with him. So if there's a different manager – Maybe maybe they do it, you know? Right. Yeah. And then uh, one other thing real quick, if I can. Um, when did uh, UCD, you know, if you doubled up on Supercross and outdoor titles in the same year, that was always a, you know, not many people were able to do that. And then it seems like now it's gone farther and farther to if I just win the Supercross, who yeah. cares about really outdoors? Like, when did that time really start changing? I mean, even, say, towards MXDN, it was, yeah, I mean, it's a great prestigious race, but eh, it doesn't really matter. I'd rather just focus on Supercross only. I mean, like, it used to be everyone wanted to be that one selected rider to go or in, yeah. in the team. Yeah, yeah. Like, when did you see that time really start changing? Like, you have a particular, like, set of years where it really uh, kind of really changed? Not really. Not really. Uh, kind of just slowly evolved, right? Like, I mean, RV and Dunge were winning both titles and going to MXDN, right? Uh, they both did it. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I don't know. I don't really know what changed, JT. What do you think? I really think the the timelines, um, and I know you've railed on this, but I think the timelines are a big part of that. Um, yeah. As far as moving that race back, like you put that race in October, I mean, good luck on getting guys that are willing to yeah. add six weeks of preparation time. I, I think that's probably been the biggest factor in it. Yeah, uh, you know we we used to see that race in September, even early September at times, and I think two weeks more of prep is not a big deal. Like guys can kind of go through the motions for two more weeks, and they don't even have to train all that much. You're not going to really get out of shape. Six weeks is a completely different animal, and now that those six weeks, that's the only time you get off throughout a season. So you're for, you're going to forego your only time off of the year for that race. It's just a lot to ask. Yeah, I agree. But now it's two weeks, so that's better. Um, and hopefully, it is better. Yeah, hopefully it ends but you up. But you got to remember, like, and I know you know this, but some people that that listening may not. You know, this season used to end like August twentieth, August twenty second, just a few years ago, and you push motocross nations into October. 
it's it's a really difficult yep. ask. Not only that, contracts end on October 1st. So now you've got contracts that are overlapping. So a lot of guys are just immediately out anyway. Like their contract changed to a different team, so they were completely mm-hmm. out on that front. Yeah, they had um, to. So no, I, in, in the case of Team USA, there had to be amendments to the contracts made. You know, Right, um, right. Uh, but most guys yeah. don't want to do that, yeah. right? They want to be out. Like yeah. once that once that deal's done, like let's we're moving on. I don't, you know, a lot of teams didn't or riders didn't want to add right. amendments to it or do any of that. It was just right. a really, it's a really problematic thing having the race really late. Yep. Thanks, Dustin. Thanks for the call, man. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Good points. Uh, good talk, uh, Todd. What's going on, man? How's it going today? What's happening? Oh, just snuck away from work for a little bit just to talk to you. What uh, do you think on uh, Webb leaving? Alden Baker, it just seems, is it is it a money thing, or are they getting burnt out, or what's the deal? Yeah, just something different. It's not a money thing. Um, from what I understand, KTM and Husqvarna bought into the Baker's factory, and one of the things they bought into is the riders don't have to pay anymore. I just think he was okay. burnt out, man. I just think Alden is the type of guy that is all in. You ride here every day. You do all the bicycle work, and that is, you know, and the competitiveness of everybody is what, makes this program work and your your discipline in the program is what makes it work and Webb doesn't want to do that right he wants to go ride with uh, other people at other places he wants to do his work of course you don't be as good as Cooper Webb without doing the work uh, but yeah I just think he was over it you know so uh, it looks like he's made the move to the 83 compound and so if Osborne's not riding right now I guess it's Marvin RJ uh, with with Alden Baker at the moment so it, it, it's an interesting situation looking forward Todd for sure yeah, it is. I just it seems like later on, you know, after they've been there a few years, you know, yeah, it just seems like then they end up, you know, and I get it, you know, I'm sure. I, I think Dungey's talked about that too. How you're just, it's all in or nothing, and right. I mean, it's such a fine line, and it's so, it's actually so hard on your body. It seems like, you know? yeah. Well, JT, it's 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 the old question, right? So, do you want to win? Man, I don't know, thirty million dollars and be all in like RV and Art and Dunge and retire early. Or do you yep. want to have fun? What do you want to yeah, do? do you, well, <laughs> and I think it's do you want to burn the brightest you possibly can, but you're going to flame out? Yep. Or do you want to back the back that brightness down a little bit and burn longer? I, I don't know. That's a question everybody has to answer. Mm-hmm. But results and historically, you know, if, if you commit to it, yeah, your start burns brightest. But you're also going to probably be done at 27. Yeah. That's just what. The stats tell us. And, and you know, RV seems 100% content and happy being done, and I think Dunge is searching a bit, right? So yeah. um, there's yeah. a couple different a couple di- different guys with different results from hanging think, it up early. I think it, took, I think it took time for RV to find that. You know, he kept trying to come back. You know, he came back at Monster Cup that year, and I think everybody has to find their rhythm of what's after racing because when you do stop, when you stop at 27 – you're capable of winning longer. You know, Dunge could have kept on winning. He would he would have had his hands full with Tomac, no doubt. But he would have been winning races. He would have been a podium guy every single weekend for another couple of years. Hell, even maybe now. You know, he's only, what, 30, 30 years old, whatever it is. Right. It's not like these guys were timed out. I think they were just burned out. Yeah. And there's a there's a big difference there. There's there's a significant difference between forced out by age and just being uncompetitive yeah. and just wanting out. And right. I think Dunge and RV wanted out. Uh, thanks for the call, Todd. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Uh, let's go to um, a call here on CJ on 5. He's been waiting to talk to JT. CJ, what's up, man? 
Hey, I've actually been uh, been waiting with a feature headline for JT. Oh yeah, please oh, do it. Oh. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm I'm kidding. I just figured that was the oh, thing of the show. It. I figured I'd throw that one out there. All right, um, DJ, you're good. I am book. curious though, um, and I'm not very well versed with all the stats and stuff like this, but um, with Roxon, how often has he lost the red plate and then got it back? I've been kind of thinking about that recently, and. I don't know if that's a, an important stat or anything that anybody uh, cares about, but I haven't seen it that I can think of for a while. I think he got it back uh, in Supercross, right? But yeah, not like maybe the next race or something, like right away, and then it went back, then it went away. But yeah, I mean, we all know Kenny's issues happen as the series go on. JT, we, we, yep. this is this no, is proven. I, yeah, I think uh, you know as far as these the specific specificity to the plate i don't know but the the trend you're talking about where he starts fast and slowly fades off over the course of months i i think that's valid i really do um i think we have kind of what he's become right it wasn't like that obviously before was it 2017 or whenever yeah this is this is post-arm injury for sure right yep right yeah i just think it's hard for him to maintain the same level uh you know of health of strength of fitness over the course of months right uh, all right, man. Thanks for the call, CJ. Thank you. Um, one more thing on Kenny. Right. And, again, I don't uh, follow it too much. It's just got a lot. You know, can't, I can only handle so much of, of one thing. Uh, but as far as MXDN goes, that's just not something that I really keep up with or follow. I'll watch the race if I can. But does yep. he typically race for Germany? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, he, he does. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I can't remember. He, oh, no, he did miss a year. Uh, that Red, might have been. Redbud was the last one he did. Right, but but um, there was none the year last year. So uh, that's true. But he missed. He Red he was eighteen, right? Uh, yeah, he we, didn't. We went to Aston, but he didn't race Aston. He didn't do Aston. Oh no! And he didn't do before Red Bud either. But that was injuries or something, or he was sick, right? So it was well, kind of seventeen. Of course, seventeen was the injury. Yeah, yeah. Red Bud, he came back for eighteen. Yeah. But I don't think he rode Aston. Yep. Uh, thanks, man. Thanks for the call. Yeah, you got it. Thanks, man. Thank Keep you. It up. Appreciate it. Uh, Steven on six. Steven, what's up, man? Hey, Steve. You going to Millville this year? I'm not. No, I was going to go. Pookie's got a town, though, so I'm I'm, I'm out. Best track on the circuit. You're it is. In two years. I know. Uh, you know, I've been, I've I'll been, be listen, I've been to Millville a lot, so. Not that you care what you're right. doing, but I will be there in full force. JT will be there, yeah. That works. All right, I got a future headline for you. Okay. Jeremy Martin, 1-1 one, one Millville, or... Jeremy Martin to Pro Circuit Kawasaki. Uh, look, JT, another future headline. It's amazing. Um, I like both. I do too. I think both, but I, both. I don't think he goes one-one this weekend. So I'll go Pro Circuit Kawasaki because you have to pick one, JT. So. Yeah, I All think right. I think PC is more likely than a one-one. One-one's going to be tough um, with the injuries and everything else. But I do think he's I think he's podium all day this weekend. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so, Steve. Thanks for the call, man. How about those Millville tickets? Uh, they're all gone. Sorry, buddy. Oh, come on. All, all gone. Sorry, man. Uh, David, what's up? Hey, guys. What's going on? What's happening? Hey, I got a question for you guys uh, about the media and the, the platforms. You, you're available on Facebook, YouTube, and your Papa Bex app on Monday nights. Multiple ways to watch you. Yeah. And I'm watching, uh, and I'm, I'm watching X Games right now, BMX Dirt motocross uh, stuff you can find them on facebook twitter live youtube live tiktok and espn uh how long is it going to take for supercross and motocross to like follow this platform we're seeing now 
I, I think that you guys see that ever happen at all. Sure. You, you and yeah. JT, I can find you and JT faster than I can find motocross stuff online. Well, that's just it, right? So the the our sport's a little uh, slow in coming around. JT watches street bike racing all in the computer, uh, MXGP all in the computer. Uh, you you know you buy the the season pass and that's how you do it now. Our sport here, both of them. A little slow in coming around to that. And, you know, there's money involved for the Supercross guys. Motocross guys, I think they just want to be on TV. I don't know, JT. I uh, I don't know if the, the sports will ever – our sport will ever get that way where we're available on everything. I don't know if they're ready for same, that. It's the same, right? Like, I mean, MotoGP is just on the app. You know, so, so Supercross and Motocross are on the app as well. I, I don't I don't think those are too too different. You know, the, the I think the next step where the caller – and I missed his name, I'm sorry. But I think where he's talking about is going – YouTube Live, Facebook Live, all these other integrated platforms. Uh, because, like, you know, MotoGP is not like that, or nor is MXGP. Like, you have to go very specific places to, to stream it, where X Games, you know, some of those places have these partnerships with Google for YouTube and, you know, their Facebook yeah. and all these different. So I, I don't know how the rights work to all that, but it's, I mean, it all comes down to money. That's, what, that's all it is in demand. If YouTube okay. saw or Amazon Prime, like Amazon's doing all these NFL deals, if they saw enough demand, they would go cut a deal with Feld and NBC and whoever, right, and share yeah. some of that that revenue. Yep. But I don't think they see enough demand for it, honestly. Yeah, I think Watch our it. our our crowd is not uh, not a TikTok crowd, right? We're 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 not technologically. I just don't think there's big enough numbers, right? Like in general, right? You know, like there's just not enough. Does it cost big you enough money to be on YouTube? Well, you on the, Monday nights, like when I'm sitting there watching it on TV. No, it doesn't it cost, cost me cost any money. No, no. Would it cost Feld or Baby Coombs? Is uh, um, no, no, money, it wouldn't. But they would, but they would charge. Platform. But they would charge YouTube for that. And you, I don't think YouTube right would is willing at this point. They don't. I don't think they see enough upside to to pay. Yeah, I, I'm gotcha. sure if Feld went and said, "Hey, YouTube, you want to do this for free?" <laughs> YouTube would say, yeah, but then Peacock app would lose their mind, right? Yeah. NBC would lose their mind for them giving it to them for free. Yep. Thanks yeah, for the call, man. And see, yeah, thanks and see, for the call. how are you going to give away that helmet when, when, when the fly guy wasn't on? The, the, how am I what? How, how did you give away that fly helmet when the fly guy, JT, wasn't even on, on the air yet? Oh, I have the power to do that. Yeah. No, I, I, we, I, we, I, we like I, to thanks, man. Thank you. Yeah, that's a very scary. Listen, that's a very scary thing. Too. Max Stephens, uh, he rules everything over there. I, Craig Shoemaker called me personally about the helmet. So. Not sure if you know this, but Max and I work in lockstep. No, 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 uh, no, no. Um, okay. Okay. So we don't have much time here. Uh, Troll train is coming back. This probably angers you, JT. Uh, how is he going to do? What What are we looking at? Uh, this is the fastest broken arm recovery ever. I mean, honestly, it's so quick, right? This is a really – it's scary to me. I don't want to see him get hurt again, but I just want to see him finish both motos. If he finishes both motos, I think top 15 is really respectable I agree. in this, this time frame. Yeah. Um, and that's not, that's not a slight against him. And for him to be racing right now is crazy. So, yeah, if he's healthy, we all know he can win this damn race. But I think top 15 would be pretty damn awesome coming back this fast. Yeah, I uh, I agree, right? Uh, it's amazing. Um, so I have a theory on Tomac. Let me run it by you. So obviously the second motos have been really good. First motos, not so much. We've seen different track prep this year. Uh, not as rough, you know, harder base, harder pack track. Uh, not Paula, but just about every other round. 
Um, mm-hmm. Redbud, yeah, maybe that was a little bit more usual-ish. But is it just the tracks are smoother and he's better when they're rougher because he's gnarlier? Is that a reason why? And then so his second moto, the second motos, the tracks are like a first moto of a dissed-up watered track. And that's why he shines because they're rougher, the, the slower, and he's better at that. Is that why he's winning these three in a row? I don't personally think so because he wasn't good or, well, relatively good last year either. And Supercross really wasn't very good either. So, to me, it's more of a him thing, not a conditions thing. I mean, even the second moto at Southwick wasn't anything like, you know, 10 years ago Southwick. It wasn't that crazy rough. I I think it's the same thing it's always been with Tomac. It's it's upstairs most of the time. Um, I think he's been a little bit less prepared or there's something going on where he's just not doesn't quite have the edge over the field like he used to. But the difference between the first moto at Southwick and the second moto at Southwick, to me, is mental. That That's the only – and we've just seen it for too long for me to think it's clickers or bike setup. Or, I, I just think it's him. It's when he's feeling it and when he can when he can ride to his best. And, you know, when he's not, he's nowhere near that level. I talked to a, a competitor of his, a top guy, and he told me that he's just – he thinks he's just more pissed off for the second moto. Yeah, yeah, that's, and that's mental, right? That's, right, right? that's attitude and that's aggression and intensity. And I, I don't think he controls the ability to turn it off and on, right. of course, because he would, right? I, I just think it's it's something that he can't control, and I'm sure it's really frustrating. But, you, I mean, you can physically and visually see the difference in his riding. You know, from Moto1 to Moto2, he just is attacking, and he's not waiting or hesitant or anything. It, it's just a completely different rider. Uh so yeah, I don't I don't think it's a, a situational thing. I just think it's the same old story with him as you know, is right. he on or off? And the the difference is pretty stark. Two more questions for you. Uh who's in bigger trouble, Marvin or Forkner? I'll say Forkner because I think Marvin could walk away tomorrow and be fine. Right. You know, uh financially and his legacy is set. He's won a lot of races and you know, okay, no titles, but that's that's all right. Uh, Kevin Windham had no title. Oh, 250 Supercross title, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying, like, I think his legacy is stamped, um, where I think Forkner, the story is yet to be written. You know, I think if he never turned it around, he would be a a monumental disappointment. So I don't think that's the case. I think he'll figure it out. But it's a really tenuous situation right now. You know, I think a lot of people are looking at him kind of side-eyed, wondering what the hell's going on. And uh, I, I think... Yeah, there's just a lot left to be written in his story that could go a few different directions. All right, last question. Who wins this weekend, both classes? I'm going to go, man, I want to say Jet, but he hasn't looked like the same guy. Um, Generational? You know, at the beginning of the season. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'll, I think Hunter will back it up. I think uh, the, the dirt is really similar to Florida, what Jet rides every day. Or, I'm sorry, Hunter and Jet ride every day. And I think uh, the sand whoops work for Hunter, and I think confidence-wise he'll be really strong. So I'll go Hunter to back it up. I don't okay. think one one, but I think he'll yeah. back it up. And then uh, four fifty, I think I think Tomac gets his first overall. Um, I don't think he's going to go one one, but as long as he doesn't completely just flame out in the first moto, I think the second moto comes back around to him. So something like a three one or something like that, I think would would get him the overall. 
Well, you're wrong. Uh, it's going to be Justin Cooper, and it'll be Dylan Ferrandez. Blue Crew sweep. Fair so, enough. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. I mean, winning four in a row is a lot to ask. That's the only reason I kind of went a different direction. Right. right. Um, but yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't have any logical reason to say no. Yeah, and I don't either, really. So, um, all right. Well, hey, thanks for the time. Appreciate it. Enjoy Millville Fly Racing, FlyRacing.com. Thanks, man. Okay, guys. All right. That's the uh, Fly Racing Moto 60 Show. Thank you to Get FMF Vision Pro Taper Maxis, all on board with us, supporting us, and uh, waiting for the outro. There we go. My bad. Sorry. There we go. Tits, great job over there. Yep, thank you. Uh, it's 12.03. Uh, is this overtime? I mean, technically, yes, but uh, I'll... Will I be charged for this or no? No, I'll, this, this one can slide. All right, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thanks for the calls, everybody. Lots of calls. Thanks for Twisted T for giving away some uh, tickets today. And uh, see you next week.